pranati Oma jnana timanandasya jnananjana shalakaya chakshuran militam yena tasmai shri gurave shri chaitanya manobhishtam stapitam yena bhutale svayam rupakadamakyam Dadati Swapadantikam Vandeham Sri Guru Sri Uttaparagamalam Sri Gurun Vaishnavangscha Sri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raganatang Vitam Tam Sajivam Sadvaitam Savadutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakan Vitangscha Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Pristaya Bhutale Shimate Bhaktivedanta Swamin Itinamine Namaste Sadaswate Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nivishesha Shunyavadi Paschatya Deshatharine Mancha Kalpatrubhyascha Kripa Sindhubhya Evacha Patitanam Bhavanebhyo Vaishnavibhyo Namonama E Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dinabando Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Rishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasadi Gora Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Anarpita Charing Chirat Karanaya Vatirna Kalo Samarpaitamunato Chalara Sangsa Bhakti Shriyam Hari Puratasundara Dyuti Kadamba Sandipita Sadafridaya Kandares Puratuva Satchinandana This last verse is um, a benedictory verse from Chaitanya Charitamrita Adi Lila. Uh, chapter 1, verse 4, translation. May the Supreme Lord, who is known as the son of Srimati Devi, be transcendentally situated in the innermost chambers of your heart, resplendent with the radiance of molten gold. He has appeared in the age of Kali by his causes mercy, to bestow what no incarnation has ever offered before, the most sublime 
and radiant mellow of devotional service, the mellow of conjugal love. So I thought it's a nice benedictory verse to remember Krishna's Kaviraj is blessing us to have Lord Chaitanya in the innermost recesses of the heart. Sada Hridaya Kandare Spuratu Let the Lord always be in the recesses of the heart. And we have Srila Bhaktivinodakur's song from Sharanagati, um, Goptritve Varanam, ver, uh, song number three. And this is having the following translation. Now that I have surrendered all I possess, I fall prostrate before your house. You are the Supreme Lord. Kindly consider me your household dog. Chain me nearby and maintain me as you will. I shall remain at the doorstep and allow no enemies to enter your house. I will keep them at the bounds of the moat surrounding your home. Whatever remnants your devotees leave behind, after honoring your prasad, will be my daily sustenance. I will feast on those remnants with great ecstasy. While sitting up, while lying down, I will constantly meditate on your lotus feet. Whenever you call, I will immediately run to you and dance in rapture. I will never think of my own maintenance, but rather remain transported by a multitude of ecstasies. Bhaktivinoda accepts you as his only support. Okay, and now in Bengali with harmonium accompaniment. Sarvasvatoma Charane Sampiya Odechi Tomada Gare Tomito Tomito Takura Tomada Kukur Bulliyajanaho Mare Sarvasvatoma Charane Shantiya Odechi Tomada 
গে তুমি তো ঠাকুর তোমারা খুকুর বলিয়া জানা মরে বান্দিয়া নিখতে আমারে ফালি রহিব তোমার উচ্চেষ্টে আমরজন নিকাতে যাই নিকাতে যাইব যখন তাকি নিজেরা পোষণ কবুনা কবুনা ভাবিব রহিব ভাবেরা বে ভালিয়া তোমারে ভালিয়া 
Sarvasatomara-charane-sankhiya-hodechi-tomara-gahare-tumito-thakur-tomara-kukur-bhuliya-janaho-mohare. Sarvasvatomara charanisampiya Bodechi tomara gahare Tumito thakur tomara kukur Bodhiya janna homore Ade Krishna, Ade Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Rama Rama Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Go Hare Go Hare Go Go Hare Go Nikai Go Hare Go Hare Go Hare Go Go Hare Go Now that I have surrendered all I possess, I fall prostrate before your house. You are the Supreme Lord. Kindly consider me your household dog. Sarvasvatomar charane sampiya. Having given sampiya at your feet, tomar charane, sarvasva, everything, 
Hodechi tomar gore. I fall. Podechi tomar gore in front of your house. Tumito takur, you are the master. Tomar kukur, I am the dog. Bolia jana homore. Kindly consider me like that. Bandia nikate. Nikate means nearby. Chain me nearby. Bandia, having bound me nearby. Amare palibe. Maintain me as you will. Of course, this is the theme of this section of Sharanagati is maintenance. Uh, so palibe. Rohibo tomar dvare. I shall remain at the doorstep. Rohibo, I will remain. Tomar dvare at your door. Pratipa janare. Enemies, enemy people. Prati, pratipa. People who are opposed to you. Asite nadibo. I will not allow them to enter. Rakibo goder pare. Goder, I guess, means moat, which is like a water canal circling a castle. Um, then Tavanija Jana Prasad Sevya Uchishta Rakibe Jaha. Whatever remnants your devotees leave behind after honoring your prasad will be my daily sustenance. So Nija Jana, your people, Tava uh, sorry, Tavanijajana, your own people, Prasad Seviya, having done the service of Prasad, in other words, having taken Prasadam, Uchishta, the remains, Rakibe Jaha, uh, um, I, will, uh, I will keep. Amar Bojan. Parama Anande, Protidin Habe Taha. I will feast on those remnants with great ecstasy. Amar Bojan, that will be my Bojan, my, my meal, my food. Protidin Habe Taha. And this will be Protidin every day. Bosia Suya. Bosiya, sitting, <clears throat> suya, uh, lying down. Tomar Charana, I will constantly meditate on your lotus feet. Chintibo, Satata Ami. Now, sometimes uh, Chinta has the sense of worry, uh, but here he's using it not as worry, but meditating on the 
on, on the Lord. But we could also take it that he is uh, in a kind of anxiety in the sense like a dog is always watching out for the master. Nachite nachite nikate jaibo jakon dakive to me. Whenever you call, dakive, <clears throat> whenever you call, I will immediately run to you, nikate uh, jaibo. Nikate is again nearby or next to you, jaibo, I will go, I will run. Nachite, nachite, dancing and dancing. Uh, then finally, niger poshan kabuna bhavibo. I will never think of my own maintenance. Niger uh, poshana, my own maintenance. Kabu, kabuna, at any time, bavibo, I will think. Na bavibo, I will not think. Rahibo bhavir bore. Rather, I will remain transported um, by bhava by ecstasy. So bhava is used in two senses here, thinking and feeling. And then finally, Bhaktivinoda says, Tomar palaka uh, bolia barana kore. Bhaktivinoda accepts you as his only support. Um, varana accepting in this case, Bolia has, has stated, has declared, um, Tomar Palaka. Um, Tomare Palaka. He accepts you as, as his only protector. Uh, there's, I think, an interesting side to this because he's saying, uh, you're my master. I'm your. I'm your. Let think of me as your dog. Uh, and then, that has two sides. One is the, the master is maintaining the dog, but the dog is also protecting the master. The dog is uh, being alert, and ready to chase away any any enemies, and so on. Yeah, so that's nice. Uh, it's a strong image. Uh, in Indian culture, dogs, at least up till recently, <laughs> have not been regarded very much. They're considered uh, very lowly beings, uh, so to say. Uh, so many street dogs are there and they have a very, very harsh life. I say up till recently because now we see more pet dogs, um, in, especially in the cities. But of course, in the villages, people, I don't know how much they would think of the dogs as pets, but they would 
they would be also somehow uh, seen as belonging uh, as part of the part of the village, if not of the household. Uh, but now, of course, we get in the cities uh, with the people in apartments and people are keeping their dogs uh, in their apartments. I think in earlier times, no one would have uh, considered doing that in India. So it seems to be a Western influence. <laughs> uh, yeah. When I was uh, when I was a boy, for some time we had a dog. It was an Alaskan Husky dog, um, and he he was an outdoors dog, but he had to be kept. It's mentioned here, Bandia. This dog had to be kept on a chain, and it was a sad situation really and finally one day uh, he broke off the chain and ran away and we found uh, we found the dog um, miles away and, and we found or I think my father posted an advertisement if you find this dog please us, you know, report to us and we'll give you a reward. So someone phoned us and said, uh, we found your dog, according to your description. And at that time, because those people lived in the country and we were in more of a suburban arrangement, my father said, actually, why don't, if you like, you can keep the dog because uh, we see that he's not happy where he is. So, yeah. So it's an interesting meditation. Think of oneself as Krishna's dog. Prabhupada would say, we have a dog collar. <laughs> <clears throat> Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur Ki Jai, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai, Hare Krishna. So again, uh, to those of you who have joined later, welcome and thank you for joining us. And uh, we are continuing with our Saturday Sanghas. Our Zoom Sanghas. Uh, let me mention, just in case I forget later to say, I'm not 100% sure I can be online next Saturday at this time. I'm planning on it, but uh, it could be uh, that uh, another situation will be there. But uh, we will see. Uh, if for some reason it doesn't work, we'll will inform, of course. And uh, what else? Announcements, early announcements. Yeah, tomorrow, oh yeah, tomorrow I'm giving a class for uh, devotees in Dominican Republic. 
now now is your time for your geography lesson where is dominican republic right <laughs> it's in the caribbean and it's uh in it's an island and it's uh it's in the same time zone as new york so all you all of you in the new york boston area uh you can be in tune at one o'clock, uh, your time. I think it's seven o'clock, my time. Okay. So, show and tell. Who's, who's up? Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj. Uh, so, we have three presenters today. Uh, we have Hemanga Gopi Mataji, then Avadhuta Rai Prabhu, then Sugopi Tungavidya Mataji. Okay. Shemangi Gopi Mataji, can you unmute people, please? Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Uh, uh, my obeisance is Maharaj. Hare Krishna, all devotees. So um, I um, I will try to do what I tried to do last time, but I hope that we will have a um, more fortunate, be more fortunate than last time. So again, I have just uh, say again in brief that was my great inspiration from these academic conferences a couple of months ago, which we had online. We actually, um, it was um, arranged to be here in Slovenia, but uh, due to coronavirus, so it's postponed for the next year. But now I would like to really show, uh, show um, in a maybe three to four minutes or five minutes, I don't know, uh, this uh, very inspiring conversation after uh, Maharaj's presentation. So um, uh, some scholars asked some question about his presentation and um, Maharaj really, really amazingly um, present the project of uh, Shiva Maharaj in Hungary. And uh, they, they were very, very impressed. And this organizer and also scholar, in the end, he expressed his willingness, uh, willingness to um, explore more about Shivaram Maharaj's life. So that was very, very inspiring to me because I really know how Maharaj um, always stressed that this is very important that we as a spiritual fa family try to serve each other. And when I see how Maharaj is doing that, that's really increasing my willingness to try to develop the quality to also serve um, my God family and also other devotees. So I hope that we will have a, um, uh, that it will be okay this time. Uh, I have my laptop now. So can you just allow me to share my screen, uh, Dharma Gopta Prabhu? I think Patas, you, ha you have always a uh, possibility. You have this uh, green. Dharma Gopta Prabhu, can you can you allow me to share my screen? Uh, yes, Mataji, you can share. Everyone can share. Uh, there is no limitations. There are oh, no okay, restrictions. Okay. So you can share. Okay, just a second. Um, Again, again. Um. Mm. 
So I want to sh share from my email, but now I don't have an option. Why is that? I don't know. Uh, just a second. Um, if just a second. So um, I'm just thinking how to share this because now I'm here on this thing, but uh, it's not allowed me to share. Why not? I don't know. Oh, so uh, I don't know why it's not. Uh, okay, okay. I now I hear now I I found, but. Hmm. If it if it's um uh -huh. so but I'm not sharing still you you cannot hear anything. Also, uh, also that we have. Can, can you hear this or see this? Hi, Krishna. What happened? Oops. I don't know what's going on. Um, can you hear me? No. I can. We can hear you, but we yeah, don't yeah. see anything. Okay. So, uh, what is my suggestion? I don't know what's going on. Maybe I can actually send a link to Dharma Gopta and just tell him from where he can just show, and maybe when we manage that, that somebody else proceed. Because I don't know what's going on now. Okay. Let's let's try that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's a good good try <laughs> yes yes <laughs> thank you so i will send you here in in this private chat dharma uh, prabhu okay okay thank you. and meanwhile shall we have the next Uh, should I start and then later will be the presentation of Yes, I think I think so. Go ahead. My humble obeisance is Guru Maharaj. Hare Krishna. All glories to assembly devotees. I was thinking to share one uh, anecdote with uh, Srila Prabhupada, uh, which, which happened uh, in uh, Calcutta, actually. It's very interesting. It's about uh, Lord Chaitanya, uh, Krishna, and Srimati Radharani. Also. And um, 
Yeah, at, uh, in the early days in Calcutta, devotees did not have their... Uh, Daitesha, if you can turn off your microphone, please. Uh, they didn't have uh, their own land. They were renting a land, and uh, uh, the, uh, the landowner was uh, Mr. Rai. He was actually born in Vaishnava family, and uh, he was very cultured, and also a little bit proud, <laughs> because he's a cultured Vaishnava, <laughs> which uh, what is not uh, actually so bad to be a culture, because many Vaishnavas are not so cultured, and he is very, very cultured, very like a gentleman, like Prabhupada said, we should be gentlemen. And uh, he was, uh, he knew that uh, here in the ashram in Calcutta is also one Swami, uh, Ashutananda Swami. And uh, of course, because of his pride, Mr. Rai was thinking, well, I'm a local, I'm uh, like uh, Ramananda Roy uh, in Chaitanya Lila, he was also a landlord, I'm also a landlord, so actually, although I'm not a sannyasi, I'm still better than Achyutananda Swami, because, <laughs> because, yeah, I'm a Vaishnava from birth, and he's just uh, a new, new devotee, like that, and that was his uh, pride, a little bit about that. Huh? So one day it came that uh, Achyutananda Swami and this Mr. Rai, they met and uh, yeah, they were speaking about the land and of course at one point uh, Mr. Rai was uh, telling to Achyutananda Swami, I think that uh, there is time for you that I tell you some very confidential things. Uh, and because Achyutananda Swami was uh, not so long a devotee and he was eager to uh, hear new things and to get knowledge, he was very enthusiastic uh, to hear that. So, yes, yes, please tell me. And uh, okay, Mr. Rai, he said, did you know that uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is greater than Radha and Krishna. He's more sweet and he's more beautiful. Of course, this was very mind-blowing to Achyutananda Swami, and he was asking how. Then Mr. Rai said, he gave an analogy which later also Srila Prabhupada uh, used, uh, Mr. Rai said, well, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is like Rasagula. And uh, from what is made Rasagula? From milk and sugar. So what is more nice, milk and sugar or the Rasagula? <laughs> so in, in that way, actually, he was explaining to Achyutananda Swami that Rasagula is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, so he's more better and nice, <laughs> more beautiful <laughs> than Radha and Krishna. <laughs> okay, then this was very interesting. He, this sounded very interesting for Achyutananda Swami. He was thinking, wow, what a great devotee is uh, Rai, Mr. Rai. Please tell me more, he was asking. And then he said, 
you have to also understand that uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is the origin of Radha and Krishna. So this was completely my blogging to Achyutananda Swami and uh, he was uh, a bit uh, bewildered. So he went to Prabhupada. At, at that time Prabhupada was there in uh, Calcutta and he told everything what he heard from Mr. Rai. <laughs> and then, of course, at the end, Achyutananda Swami was asking, Prabhupada, please tell me, who is first? Radha Krishna or Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? So, Srila Prabhupada, he used this analogy of uh, Rasagula and milk and sugar, and he said, what is first? Rasagula or milk and sugar? <laughs> so, <laughs> this is funny too, <laughs> sorry. And actually, uh, through this analogy, Prabhupada explained a very sublime, very difficult uh, subject matter. Huh? And uh, very nicely, very in very simple way. High truths are explained in very simple way, it is said. This this was the built of Prabhupada. Huh? So then Achyutananda Swami, of course, uh, uh, he was asking, but who is greater, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu or Krishna? So Prabhupada, he, he could see that uh, Achyutananda Swami is a little bit uh, uh, transcendentally contaminated. <laughs> this is how uh, uh, this Swami, one of the Swami from who I heard this story, this is how <laughs> he said he was transcendentally contaminated because uh, he's asking this question, who is greater, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu or Krishna? So Prabhupada, he understood, oh, he's uh, uh, under the influence of Mr. Rai. So Sharala Prabhupada a little bit paused and then he uh, said, Srimati Radharani is the greatest, not Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, not Krishna. So Achyutananda Swami didn't really understood this and Srila Prabhupada saw this. So because uh, they were in a room of Srila Prabhupada, there was some picture there. Uh, Srila Prabhupada show, did show one picture hmm, um, on the wall. Do you see here Srimati Radharani? Her, uh, she is here in her, uh, how you say this in English, in her uh, uh, mood of mana, transcendental anger. Now you tell me please, what Krishna is doing here? And Achyutananda Swami said, yeah, I see that Krishna is kneeling uh, at, uh, before Srimati Radharani and asking for forgiveness. And then Shri Prabhupada, with his raised finger, said, you see, you see, Shri Radharani is greater. <laughs> Shri Radharani is greater. 
Yes, Cheryl Prabhupada, yes, she's the greatest. <laughs> and then, of course, Cheryl Prabhupada did show one other picture, and he was asking Achyutananda Swami, and what do you see here? What is Krishna doing here? Uh, well, Krishna is uh, carrying the shoes of Nanda Maharaj on his head. And then Sri Prabhupada said, you see, Nanda Maharaj is greater than Krishna. <laughs> Nanda Maharaj is greater. All the uh, residents of Rindavan are greater than Krishna because they have love for Krishna. They can control Krishna. <laughs> And then there was one uh, uh, small explanation. Uh, Brihad uh, uh, Bhakti, Brihad Bhagavat Swami, I think his name is, he said that actually all the residents of Vrindavan are pervaded by the Hladini Shakti of Srimati uh, Radharani. That's why the residents of Vrindavan are greater than <laughs> Krishna. And uh, in the end, he said one, uh, one uh, sentence, which was very interesting. I heard this very first time in my life, I have to admit. It is uh, what Prabhupada said, that uh, the way to develop uh, love for Krishna as uh, the residents of Urindavan have is to spread Krishna consciousness all over the world. So this much I wanted to share. It was very interesting to me, this story. And I was thinking this month is the very special month when we uh, worship Radha and Krishna. And <laughs> here is a small anecdote, maybe appropriate for this time to tell <laughs> Hare Krishna. Thank you. Very nice. Yes, um, Achyutananda was uh, one of the first devotees, uh, disciples of Srila Prabhupada, to go to India. And he, um, he spent quite some time in, uh, yeah, in Calcutta, Navadvip. And he learned Bengali uh, quite well, as far as I know. And I remember... Whoops. <laughs> uh, we need to turn off microphone. Okay, but I will not translate that. Oh, well, then again, we have this technical question of how to arrange because... Uh, otherwise, we all hear you, you see. So then, uh, mm, how is that supposed to work? <laughs> Excuse me, Dadyasha Prabhu, just click on the Spanish channel again, please. Click on, on English. I, I don't see it. I don't have it in my, on my screen. So, okay. I apologize. Let me... if, you click, if you click on the screen, then it should appear <laughs> because I, I'm it? using this too. I know, I know, I'm, I can be heard. So I just like to... Yeah. 
no, en la no, línea. Es que no lo tengo, es que yo no tengo eso en la pantalla. It's not working this way. You should have this. Okay. So Dharma Gupta, he's not seeing the globe with interpretation. He does, he says he doesn't have it there. Sorry. Because he's translating. It, it should be at the bottom, uh, but uh, above uh, those. technology. <laughs> you have to close and reopen, uh, rejoin the, the meeting again, please. So you will see it in the bottom of your screen. Uh, but okay. you have to lo log in with your username and password. Uh, with your username and password, which you logged in usually. So uh, once you logged in, you will be able to see all the features of the uh, on the translation and I will assign you as a translator again once you log in back again <laughs> okay yes yeah, so um, I, re I, re <coughs> I remember uh, fairly soon after I joined the devotees in Germany uh, there came out a long play album uh, of bhajans, of singing, of Vaishnav um, songs, Bhaktivinod Thakur and Narottam Das Thakur songs. Um, that was all recorded by um, Achyutananda. And I remember how much we were struck by that because uh, this was the first time we heard anything other than Srila Prabhupada, that sounded um, authentic, Bengali. <laughs> we, we had, of course, um, we were hearing Srila Prabhupada, and that was wonderful. And now we were hearing another devotee, and he was a Western devotee, but he was singing these, um, you know, Bengali melodies and, and songs. And uh, that was a big... I don't know, that was some kind of significant mo moment in everyone's um, Vaishnav cultural life <laughs> at the time. Okay, so now are we going back to Hemangi Gopi or are we going to... Um, who else do we have? Uh, I think Mataji Hemangi Gopi is still preparing, so we'll go back to uh, Sugopi Tungavini Mataji. Ah, yes. Yeah, Hare Krishna Maharaj and everyone from Vrindavan here. <laughs> and yes, and now, now the autumn has just arrived, uh, just a few days back. The weather has completely changed from uh, rain and humid, and now it's dry and a pleasant breeze. Of course, the sun is uh, quite bright here. Daytime, it might be a bit hot, but still it's very comfortable. So uh, I chose, uh, I was just going through Canto 10 of Srimad Bhagavatam, and uh, I chose a few verses, uh, like I will read the translation, which is quite... Uh, uh, opportune for this time, like uh, the 
the mood of uh, Vrindavan here. So I'm here in Vrindavan and I click few pictures in the morning while doing Parikrama. So I will share that also with you. And uh, I was quite pleasantly surprised that uh, now the roads have really become good. And yeah, a lot many devotees are still yeah, like coming here and uh, they aren't very scared of COVID. Nobody in fact is wearing masks here. <laughs> So I don't know, like uh, hopefully Krishna will protect all of us. And yeah, it's beautiful here. So I, I'm uh, just uh, narrating a few of the translations of the verses, which I found very nice. This is from chapter 20, the rainy season and autumn in Vrindavan. The sky was then covered by dense blue clouds accompanied by lightning and thunder. Thus the sky and its natural illumination were covered in the same way that the spirit soul is covered by the three modes of material nature. With its rays, the sun had for eight months drunk up the earth's wealth in the form of water. Now that the proper time has arrived, the sun began releasing <clears throat> this accumulated wealth. Flashing with lightning, great clouds were shaken and swept about by fierce winds. Just like merciful persons, the clouds gave their lives for the pleasure of this world. In the evening twilight, during the rainy season, the darkness allowed the glow warms, but not the stars to shine forth. Just as in the age of Kali, the predominance of sinful activities allows atheistic doctrines to overshadow the true knowledge of the Vedas. All these creatures of the land and the water took advantage of the newly fallen rainwater. Their forms became attractive and pleasing, just as a devotee becomes beautiful by engaging in the service of the Supreme Lord. Just as devotees whose minds are absorbed in the personality of Godhead remain peaceful even when attacked by all sorts of dangers. The mountains in the rainy season were not at all disturbed by the repeated striking of the rain-bearing clouds. The peacocks became festive and cried out a joyful greeting when they saw the clouds arrive. Just as people distressed in household life feel pleasure when the pure devotees of the infallible Supreme Lord visit them. The autumn season, which regenerated the lotus flowers, also restored the various bodies of water to their original purity, just as the process of devotional service purifies the minds of the fallen yogis when they return to it. The clouds, having given up all their possessed, shone forth with purified effulgence just like peaceful sages who have given up all material desires and are thus free of all sinful propensities. The autumn moon relieved all the creatures of the suffering caused by the sun's rays, just as wisdom relieves a person of the misery caused by his identifying with this material body. And as Lord Mukunda relieves Vrindavan's ladies of the distress caused by their separation from him. So yeah, that's all for, uh, I selected <laughs> for reading.
Yeah, and I would like to share some pictures of Rindavan just today mm -hmm. morning, uh, which I chose. And uh, yeah, I found, uh, yeah, I have to share screen, right? Um, mm -hmm. I have to share screen. Yes, there it is. So yeah, a lot of paintings were uh, around uh, and uh, so paintings on the walls. Uh, uh, this is a new thing in India, in fact, uh, coming up, I find it in uh, Delhi and Gurgaon also. And uh, yeah, artistic display on the walls as you go around Parikrama Mark. So these are yeah, this is also a cute painting I found. Krishna washing Radharani's feet. Uh, yeah, just like uh, yeah, Raj people, they dress up as Radha Krishna. I found these two children. This is River Yamna today morning. Uh, this is uh, the Imli Tola where Mahaprabhu would sit and then meditate and uh, look into uh, the Yamuna. I found these two cows. In fact, this is a calf, I think so. And uh, they were having a bit of cuddle with each other. This is another painting. This is Madan Mohan Temple. Uh, while Parikrama, the devotees, you can find, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, best time uh, for Parikrama, I feel that it is 5.30 uh, or quarter to six in the morning. Uh, it's very beautiful as the sun slowly comes up. Yeah, uh, this is the sun, sunrise uh, when I just started for Parikrama, few, few, few steps, five, 10 minutes, sunrise on the Parikrama road. Yeah, this is a huge <laughs> nursing a day painting. <laughs> I, I stood so that uh, one can guess the size of the painting. This river Yamuna again, today morning. And these two little monkeys ready for the shoot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, thank you. That's what I wanted to share. Yeah. Hi. Thank Sri you. Sri Vrindavan Dham Ki Jai. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> you're, you're fortunate to be there. And now you have blessed all of us by, uh, by the description and also the images. So we're again with Daitiesha's voice in the background. <laughs> uh, are we in the same situation? You were not able to make that adjustment. Uh, uh, Dharma Gopta, please advise us. What yes, do we? Yes, I will. I will. I will uh, just disconnect uh, the Tiesha Prabhu for a moment, and he should reconnect back again into the meeting. And I will assign him as an interpreter. And uh, I think Hemang Gopi Mataji is ready now. Okay. Mukanda Prabhu will share the screen because the video should be downloaded first, and then it was a procedure a little bit. So now they they are ready. Okay, here it is. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's going to come across. We don't get any of the audio. Is it better now? Well, we're not getting any of the audio. It may be that it doesn't work because uh, because oh. okay now okay I have I have a question um, I mean I know that uh, I know for for body of and probably for most of Hinduism this uh, idea of rediscovering or reinscribing uh, a certain landscape with a with an existing uh, pilgrimage is, is is something that is uh, uh, present and much prevalent. But I, in, in in particularly in this instance, I, I mean, I visited the Hungarian farm and, and I was always curious about this thing. Well, how this you know how exactly did this discovery inscription happen? You know, in in, in terms of phenomenology, did they take out the map and you know meditate up, uh, over the map? Did they have uh, <coughs> You know, uh, uh, similar, certain experiences yeah. with particular locality. You know that that made them connect certain points. You know, in the landscape with a certain locality in India. So, you know, if you can say something about that, thank you. Yes, it's a, it's a nice question. I I happen to be reading uh, in Shivaram Swami's book. It's Again, he's very, um, he's very matter-of-fact matter about this. Maybe I should mention he is uh, born and raised in his early uh, years in Hungary, but then uh, his family uh, moved to Canada, and then many years later, he moved back to Hungary. Uh, so he's kind of Canadian-Hungarian. Uh, but he's very matter-of-fact. He says, once we got the land, which took them two years to find, he said, I had been in Vrindavan so many times, I had traveled around uh, the Raj area, 160 square kilometers, whatever it is. Um, I can't say, he said, I can't say that I knew this, uh, the original Vrindavan so well, but he had a sense. He took out a map of this new property in Hungary and drew a, a, a lotus shape with the temple in the center. And then based on this uh, sort of inscribing a lotus mandala, if you like, he just started placing particular places. Govardhan Hill, uh, Yamuna was, he, he explains also the Yamuna River, there is some a water, um, something in the stream there. Some places seem kind of natural, others, he said he spent a lot of time reflecting on this, I think he said over a period of a couple of months, reflecting, meditating, but then he said once the places were established and uh, the practice of visiting these places uh, was underway, over time uh, his experience was that these were really what he was seeing them as being. 
uh, Govardhan really is Govardhan, uh, and Vamsi Bhatta is really Vamsi and and so on. He felt this sense of identification. But again, I think this is because of this, uh, what I want to call, um, or what Paul Griffiths calls uh, religious reading, which I think is so essential to this whole concept. Thanks so much, Kenneth. I mean, your, your presentation really uh, inspired me to look into the life of uh, Shivaram Swami. What a fascinating person, a Holocaust survivor family, you know, migrates to Canada, is in search of you know, a, a spiritual message that can transcend time and place and finds it in uh, Hare Krishna. It's, a, it's an extraordinary story. And uh, you know, that alone has a certain drawing power, his journey to the Eastside Point. And he yeah. pulls people to him for that. He's, uh, I know him personally. He's a very soft-spoken person um, and, and very reflective thoughtful person, very, very nice, nice person. So I think we've reached the, the end of that, uh, of our session. Uh, I finished. Thank you, thank you, Mukunda, for helping, for supporting, because the file, it was very huge. I didn't know that it's needed to download before, because I tried, when it's one person, it works, but now it doesn't work. Anyway, that was very, very inspiring for me, how really Maharaj is amazingly serving Srila Prabhupada's mission in these academical circles, and also glorifying his uh, god brothers and their project and their service and it's amazing how also these these uh, um, scholars react and how they are also very impressed thank you so much uh, for tolerating me and thank you for, <laughs> <laughs> for thank you we we finally finally it was successful your yes. effort so <laughs> yeah it was a nice conference um it was the first time I've been in an online academic conference, but it went very well. Uh, and uh, there's there's going to be another conference, academic conference I'm part of uh, coming up in uh, beginning of December, the American Academy of Religion. I'm on one panel for that. So I have to prepare that presentation. Um, it won't be about uh, Nuvrajadam. It's about reading the Bhagavatam. And uh, the general topic, uh, let's see, the general topic of that panel, I can read the title, uh, is... The implications of being earnest, sincerity in South Asian contexts. <laughs> That's the theme. And uh, when I came across this some months ago, I thought, oh, that looks like something we could say something about with regard to reading the Bhagavatam. So my title for that upcoming presentation is 
earnestness in hearing and reading the Bhagavata Purana. Uh, so it'll be a chance to talk about the Bhagavatam in the academic world. Why not? <laughs> Thank you so much. I hope you will share with us after. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it'll be possible to... I don't know if the sessions will be recorded or not. That'll be interesting to know because, um, yeah, I just have no idea whether that'll happen. Okay, thank you so much for your amazing service and really inspiration. That's really inspired me a lot. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Oh, we're getting the translation of the word earnest. In, I don't know what. Oh, that's in Turkish language. Okay. <laughs> Chitrakarni is giving us the Turkish uh, translation of the or meaning of the word earnest. <laughs> okay. So, um, shall we now continue to discuss the Holy Dham? We have been hearing about the Holy Dham from uh, Sugopi, who is present in the Holy Dham. Uh, I was reminded, by the way, of that, uh, because that chapter in the Bhagavatam describing uh, the autumn season, Srila Prabhupada had hopes uh, there was an opportunity that he could go to Japan and do a presentation, a kind of exhibition there uh, on that subject. And because it didn't work out financially, somehow the funding for travel didn't come through. Uh, that never happened. Uh, but then um, years later, devotees commissioned art uh, paintings to illustrate I, was that Tamal Krishna Goswami may have arranged uh, to illustrate those verses um, painted by a Chinese painter uh, specifically to have this uh, Chinese style. And maybe you have seen that, that book uh, that was published in English and I think also in other other languages. Quite very nicely done book and a very nice meditation on, indeed, on Vrindavan. Mm, okay. So we're continuing with Navaraja Mahima and uh, the subject is the truths of the Dhamma, and specific, more specifically, the subject is uh, how the Dhamma is invoked by the presence of sadhus, and uh, the example is given, Shivaramaraj is giving example as we might expect, of Srila Prabhupada uh, arriving in New York in 1965 
after which then the Dhamma has been manifest all over the world, especially in the form of temples. And then he wants to emphasize how Srila Prabhupada saw these temples. Uh, he quotes him, this is with respect to what he called the Vaikuntha atmosphere. So Prabhupada wrote, you should know it that our temples, they are not in this material world. The temple is Vaikuntha, where Krishna is remembered and served 24 hours daily without stopping. <laughs> so we already are in Vaikuntha by participating in the temple activities, unquote. And then he points out uh, that uh, Srila Prabhupada, when, when a new temple would be opened, often Srila Prabhupada would uh, refer to it as new such and such. So, of course, new Vrindavan, uh, new Jagannath Puri uh, was in San Francisco. New Dvaraka was Los Angeles. And this is also following an American tradition because the, the city of New York was called New York because the original York uh, in England inspired somebody. I don't know, maybe they were from York. And then you have uh, New Jersey, which is inspired by the Isle, the island of Jersey, which is a British island closer to France than it is to England, uh, from which uh, some of my ancestors came, and so on. So New Dwaraka, New Jagannath Puri, New Vrindavan. <clears throat> uh, and he explicitly, Prabhupada wanted these to be, again here, he uses the word replica. He wanted these to be replicas, especially New Vrindavan. He saw as replicating Vrindavan and specifically by having um, replicas of the seven main temples of the Gaudiya Vaishnava, of the Goswamis. Um, and in a note, he, he quotes Srila Prabhupada uh, in a letter, 1968, referring to um, Nuvrindavan, I believe. He said, I understand the spot, the place is very beautiful, and the hills may be renamed as New Govardhan. And if there are lakes, they can be renamed as Shamakunda and Radha Kunda. Uh, and, and of course, 
this was following a tradition which is already happening in India. And I don't remember if I mentioned this, but um, Banavishnupur uh, became a replication of Vrindavan uh, for Rajbir Hambir after Srinivas Acharya um, met him and converted him to uh, Vaishnavism, Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Um, yes, and he refers to Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur excavating, he uses the word excavating, which is digging up, uh, Radha Kunda and Shamakunda adjacent to Pritu Kunda in Mayapur in order to commemorate Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's absorption in Vraja Leela. And it says here, Bhakti Siddhanta Thakur arranged for a truckload of stones to be transported from Govardhan Hill in, in Vraja uh, all the way to Mayapur, a truckload of uh, of Govardhan Shilas. <laughs> uh, and there's a note, an interesting note to this. Uh, so it's said that Bhakti Siddhanta Thakur, as you may know, at one time, he made a vow to chant the Mahamantra one billion times, and he stayed in Mayapur all of that time, a period of some nine years, uh, eating one meal a day, kitri, and just chanting. And when it rained and the, uh, the, the roof was leaking of the hut he stayed in, he would just hold an umbrella, and he would continue chanting. So it's said that during that time he had a vision of Radha Kunda and Shamakunda. And this inspired him to recreate Radha Kunda Shamakunda there where he was in Mayapur. Now it's pointed out here that. In Navadvip, in the whole of the greater Navadvip area, all of the places of, uh, of Braja are identified. So there is a place which is identified uh, as where uh, Radhakund is located, and that's in Ritudvip. Ritudvip is quite some distance away uh, from from Mayapur, and uh, Govardhan is located, understood to be located in Koladvip, uh, which is essentially present, the city of Navadvip is, today is essentially Koladvip. Mm. 
and yet, he says, the, the Radha-kunda and Shama-kunda created by Bhakti-siddhanta Thakur are seen by those who visit that temple. It's called Vrajapattana, uh, the house of Chandrasekharacharya at that place. Uh, they feel that this is indeed Radha-kunda, Shama-kunda, and uh, Govardhan Hill by the grace of Bhakti Siddhanta Thakur. So this replication uh, is going on by the power, by the grace of such Vaishnavas. And then he gives the example of uh, Srila Rupa Goswami and Srila Sanatan Goswami's residence in Ramakali. They had their installed deity of Madan Mohan. Uh, and they also excavated, they dug um, Radha Kunda and Shamakunda. And then they beautified these places with gardens. And this was while they were uh, engaged uh, in the service of uh, 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 what's his name, the the ruler of Bengal at the time, the Muslim ruler. During that time, they were they were absorbed in Krishna Bhakti as uh, making themselves, so to say, at home. Uh, prior uh, in Vrindavan, prior to meeting Lord Chaitanya, who then sends them uh, to the actual Vrindavan to to excavate uh, the holy places there. Shivaram Swami says, in essence, these dhammas appear. In response to the pure devotion of a Vaishnava shown through Nama Sankirtana. There is no need for any ritual, only the offering of bhakti. Uh, and then he compares this to the installation of deity uh, when the devotee, the exalted Vaishnava, uh, determines that here shall be uh, the, the worship of Krishna, here is the deity of Krishna, and that will of the devotee invites the Lord, the Lord comes by the will of, by the desire, by the bhakti of that devotee uh, through his nama sankirtana, through his, or we can say her nama sankirtana. Uh, which Srila Prabhupada said is the essential activity in installing of a deity. Sometimes I may have told uh, this um, time I visited in South India, in Hyderabad, and I, I found out that uh, Sampat Kumar Bhattacharya, um, one very well-known 
pundit and uh, Acharya was living there, and I learned that I had, I had already heard that he had conducted the installation ceremony for uh, Shishi Radham Adan Mohan, the deities uh, of the ISKCON temple in Hyderabad. Srila Prabhupada had asked him to do the installation, or the devotees there arranged, but in any case, Prabhupada uh, was there. And so I, I visited Sampat Kumar Bhattacharya, very nice gentleman. He was very happy, uh, he was very welcoming, and we, we spoke for some time. He spoke very good English. Um, and um, I told him I was on a mission to visit different Nrsinghe temples in South India. Um, upon which he immediately began reciting verse after verse after verse in Sanskrit of the seventh canto of Srimad Bhagavatam. Um, he just spontaneously, ah! <laughs> Nrsinghadev, yes, and then he started reciting verses. So we talked about that for some time. And then he, uh, he went in his back room and he came out and he showed me, if I remember it was, um, he had it, he, he had a letter from Srila Prabhupada. And um, I think it was framed. He had framed this letter. He was very proud that he'd gotten this letter from Srila Prabhupada in which Prabhupada is thanking him for having performed uh, this, these rituals of installing the deity. So on the one side, Prabhupada would say to the devotees, we don't need any of these rituals. <laughs> we just chant Hare Krishna, that's enough. That's all that's needed. Um, and on the other side, he appreciated when the rituals were very well done, when they were properly performed. And he expressed that in his uh, letter to Sampat Kumar Bhattacharya. <clears throat> yeah, he made the same point in the installation of the Krishna Balaram. Uh, deities in Krishna Balaram Mandir in Vrindavan, that really all we all that's necessary is Nam Sankirtana. Still, we will do the rituals uh, because otherwise, um, no one will take us seriously. No one in Vrindavan will accept uh, our our deity worship. So we may remember that some weeks ago, the first point came up that, um, in fact, the Holy Dham is everywhere um, because Krishna is everywhere. And wherever Krishna is, there is the Holy Dham. But now, Maharaj makes this point. We do not worship everything as the Dhamma, despite its all-pervasive nature, any more than we worship the things of this world as deities of Krishna, despite his all-pervasive nature. We worship 
the Dhamma in those places in which it is particularly invoked. Places almost always in the vicinity of a deity. Srila Prabhupada points out that pure devotion is what helps us to distinguish the black marble in the deity from the black marble in the temple floor. (laughs) So it's devotion that makes the difference. And it is devotion that inspires us to worship the former, the, the deity, even as we walk on the latter, the black marble floor, though both are manifestations of Krishna's energy. Um, there's a note to this. Okay, that's just a reference. Mm. So the general uh, connection, the point I think that's worth remembering here is this parallel between uh, the deity and the Dhamma, the process of installing a deity and uh, the process of replicating the Dhamma, uh, there is, there's a certain parallel there, which uh, is, of course, focusing on the, excuse me, the person, uh, the Bhagavata, the Vaishnava, who is uh, bringing Krishna and bringing, bringing the Dhamma. Now, uh, continuing with the theme of the Holy Dham, as we, as we know, we can remember the Holy Dham in so many ways, and that mem- remembrance is itself a form of Dham Sevana, Dhamma Seva. So I've been reading Brihat Bhagavatamrita, and I came across an interesting pack- passage I thought to share as an interesting remembrance of a particular place in Vrindavan, namely Kaliya Hrada. Hrada means lake, and it's the place where uh, where Kaliya, the the terrible monster, multi-headed snake uh, was spreading his poison and where uh, Lord Krishna was uh, coming to save the devotees. Perhaps I should first read this section in uh, the Sri Krishna Lila Stava uh, of Srila Sanatana Goswami. This I've mentioned before is uh, his prayers in the, as obeisances to the Lord, remembering his pastimes. Uh, and each of, or almost all of them, are in the vocative form, which means addressing the Lord directly. 
so um, Sanatana Goswami says, for example, this is verse 190, and continuing some from there. Namaste Sviya Dukkagna Sarvakrida Visharada Kaliyahi Panaranga Nata Kaliyamardana I bow down to you, destroyer of sorrow for your dear ones, skillful player with the snake, dancer on the stage of Kaliya's hoods, subduer of Kaliya. Kaliya Panamanik Yaranjita Shri Padambuja Nijagandharva Siddhadi Gita Vadyadi Nartita. Your divine lotus feet shone, they shine, with the glow from the rubies on Kaliya's hoods as you danced to the songs and music played by your servants like the Siddhas and Gandharvas. So we understand Krishna was subduing Kaliya, but how was he subduing him? He was dancing. He was enjoying himself. Um, and this is a meditation on how the rubies on the hoods of Kaliya are illuminating uh, the, the lotus feet of the Lord. So that's a nice meditation. Padambuja vimardati namita hindra mastaka raktodgari vipinangadina kaliya samsmrita the pounding of your lotus feet pushing down the heads of the king of serpents or pushed down the heads. Wretched Kaliya vomiting blood, his limbs broken, finally, finally recognized who you were. And then it goes on describing how the Lord was pleased with the prayers of the serpent's wives. <clears throat> and then, granting the serpent's wives what they prayed for, O bestower of causeless mercy, you, Krishna, marked that serpent with the signs of your feet the same signs aspired for by devotees who have given up all other goals of life. Now the imprint of Krishna's lotus feet is going to come up also in Brihat Bhagavatamrita in a slightly different way. And uh, this is in the midst of Mm, the chapter chapter 6 of part 2 called Abhishtalaba, the attainment of all desires. And uh, 
this is all happening now in Goloka and the devotee is describing all of this uh, to his student from Mathura. Uh, he's describing, he is seeing Krishna in Vrindavan and he's seeing how attached the devotees are Um, how how attached the devotees, the residents of Rindavan to Krishna, are attached to Krishna. Um, And so, he comes to one interesting incident, because all of this is happening after what is described in the Bhagavatam. And it's happening in Golokadam, it's not happening in Boma Vrindavan. So what is happening? One day, while playing on the shore of Yamuna, Lord Krishna, Nanda Nandana, heard that Kaliya had come back. Kaliya had come back to his lake. Remember, Krishna had sent Kaliya away after defeating him, and now he's coming back, but he's coming back in Golokadam. Ekaki tatra gatvasu, gatvasu, nipa aruhya vegata. Kurditva nipapatasmin hrade ni sarayan apaha. Krishna rushed there alone, swiftly climbed a nipa tree, and dived into the lake, splashing water onto the shore. Now, we may remember that in the Bhagavatam, Krishna is not at all alone. Uh, so many of the associates are there, but most of them are unconscious, and those who are not yet unconscious are becoming unconscious in anxiety seeing what Krishna's doing. But now he's rushed there all alone, And he's going through the same action as he's done before. And uh, it's explained in the commentary that uh, Krishna does not want his friends to be poisoned again. So he wants to get there quickly, deal with Kaliya quickly, and um, have done with him. Of course, it's not going to quite happen that way uh, as Krishna plans, but that's also Krishna's plan. Krishna frolicked. He played in the water, enjoying the sport of swimming back and forth and making all sorts of loud noises. But then 
he drew near, he came near to cruel Kaliya. And out of curiosity, he allowed himself to be enveloped, to be wrapped up in the coils of Kaliya. Now, at this point, Krishna's friends, the Gopas, who he's been with uh, in the forest, are noticing that he's gone. And of course, this is a big problem for them. They don't know where he is, uh, but they're in so much anxiety um, What do they do? They do what is logical. They follow his footprints. So again, we have Krishna's footprints. Tatpada chitna chitnair radam ikshitair amum. They followed uh, the the pada chitna, the marks of his feet. And it's explained in the commentary that there was no problem for them to recognize they could see these are Krishna's feet uh, because his footprints, his padachina, are unique. So now they come to the lake and what do they see? They see Krishna wrapped up in the coils of Kaliya this is going to be a problem. <clears throat> and it's a, it's a problem because the residents of Vrindavan keep forgetting who is Krishna. They keep, even though they're remembering Krishna constantly, uh, they're forgetting that he is the Lord and therefore he's all powerful and therefore there's nothing to worry about. They forget that. So they're very worried. They're so worried um, that they faint and they get up and then they faint and they get up and they faint. Even the birds of Vrindavan became exhausted from loudly crying. Trees and plants are drying up. Um, terrible, inauspicious omens are happening. Um, Krishna inspires one old man now, without speaking anything, but from within the heart, this old man to run to the, to the village and report the trouble. But Krishna wants to relieve um, all the residents of anxiety. He doesn't want to increase their anxiety. Um, uh, but they're in anxiety because they're seeing these terrible omens. Again, they don't know yet what is happening. 
but uh, they understand some trouble is going on, and so they start running from the home to find out what it is. Now this report of the old man uh, is uh, strikes them like a bolt of lightning, and now Balaram comes into the picture. Sagrihe avastito ramo mitya mitye ti goshayan santvayan rajalokangs tan mritaprayan pradavataha. Balaram, who was sitting in his house, tried to console, he tried to pacify the people of Raja uh, who were running forward like living corpses. Mrita Prayan. <clears throat> and what was Balaram doing? He was calling out, Mitya, Mitya. It can't be true. It can't be true. It can't be that Krishna is in danger. Then Balaram tells Mother Rohini that there's some trouble going on. But he convinces her, you should stay back. And then he runs out to catch up with everyone else. And then he reaches to the Kaliyarada and he sees, here's Krishna wrapped up in this Kaliya again. And it says, Nashat not rakshitum dairyam rurodha premakatara. He couldn't keep his, his uh, balance, his gravity, and he wept in distress of love. Balaram, who normally knows what's going on with Krishna, and sometimes Yes, in the Kaliya pastime in Bhagavatam, everyone is in distress except Balaram. Um, Balaram becomes confused in the case of uh, the Brahma Vimohan Leela, but not in the Kaliya Leela. But now he is weeping in distress of love. As he lamented, Balaram lamented in ways that would shatter logs and stones. Suddenly, Balaram faints, as do Yashoda and Nanda. All the living entities are crying out fearfully in great agony. It's like the whole universe is in uh, crying in pain. Then Balaram wakes up because now everyone is crying. He hears their crying. He wakes up and he steadies himself and he says, no, he doesn't say, what is he? Anyway, a moment later, Krishna's parents also became conscious they again cry out, seeing the situation of Krishna. 
but then Balaram holds them back by the strength of his arms. <clears throat> and Balaram is now really overwhelmed with sorrow because he sees everyone is unconscious on the ground. And now, in a ch choked voice, Sugadgada, uh, with emotion, he calls to Krishna. And this is what Balaram says to Krishna. Ete navaikunta nivasi parshada no vanaras te na chayadava api. Goloka loka bavat eka jivana nashyantya shakya bhagavan maya vitum. These are not the attendants who live with you in Vaikuntha. They are not the forest monkeys. They are not the Yadavas. These are your devotees of Goloka, who have no life other than you. They are dying, my Lord, and there is nothing I can do to save them. So this is... <laughs> Interesting, because in the voice of Balaram, Sanatana Goswami is giving us some Dhamma theology, if you like, by comparing the residents of the different Dhammas. He's, uh, he's, he's reminding Krishna that you're in Vrindavan and your most intimate associates are with you here. It's not like in Dwaraka, it's not like in Vaikuntha, where your residents, if they would see you in this condition, they might go, oh my, oh my, oh my, um, what do we do now? <laughs> no, th these are your uh, most exalted followers. They're completely depending on you. And now what are you doing? You're allowing yourself to be in this condition in such a way that everyone's going mad. Will you please stop? <laughs> oh, merciful Krishna, please give up this game before these devotees die. Otherwise, oh Krishna, soul friend of the cowherds, your gentle heart will come to grief. If you don't stop this game, then you, Krishna, right now you think you're having a good time, you are going to be lamenting. Gantasi shokam mridula svabhava. You whose nature is gentle, you're going to be miserable because of uh, what you're causing in the uh, emotions of your devotees. So then Sri Sarupa, who is, um, who is narrating all of this, says, the gopis cried and lamented in so many ways, their limbs in terrible pain, their hearts shattered by sorrow. They fainted and fainted, and as if to go to the side of their Lord, they tried to enter the lake. 
Okay, and now comes uh, the donamon of the story. Suddenly, the Lord stopped his self-invented sport. Tavat <clears throat> vihaya. Uh, and freed himself from the grip of Kaliya's coils. He climbed up on the serpent's thousands of upraised outspread hoods and extended his lotus arms. And now what's, uh, what's new, we can say, from this, in this pastime from the Bhagavatam, Taking hold of all his beloved gopis at once, Krishna briskly, very quickly, raised them onto the hoods of the snake. Those hoods, delightfully swaying back and forth, appeared like rows of jeweled platforms, creating a most impressive sight. And then Krishna artfully danced with the gopis on those most amazing stages accompanied by many celestial singers and musicians. Thus, Lord Krishna, the source of all amusement, enjoyed his rasa dance pastime. <laughs> so <clears throat> Krishna himself is creating a holy place within the holy place of Vrindavan by uh, dancing the most sacred, the most holy of holy places is the Rasa Stali, the place of the, whole, of the Rasa dance. And now he's creating a new place within Vrindavan, namely on the hoods of Kaliya. So even Krishna is expanding the Holy Dham with his unlimited pastimes. He is, uh, he's, he's reinventing his, uh, his fun in Vrindavan. Okay, well... Let's see what you are saying. Sugopi is uh, explaining something. For cup, this is from the text of the Bhagavatam. Yeah, Maharaj, I've got a uh, slide. I gave a presentation actually uh, two months back. Uh, uh, the, I can show the slide. Uh, how many slides? It just. Uh, you 10, 12, yeah. Yeah, maybe we should save that for the next time because, um, well, okay. let's see. Uh, oh, this is a nice point. Uh, Kaveri is making that in the form of Nityananda Prabhu. <clears throat> Balaram in the form of Nityananda also reminded Goranga uh, in that time, of course, he was he wanted to kill Jagai and Madai, and then he's reminded by Nityananda, no, this is 
not the time for killing. <laughs> so Balaram is, um, yeah, he's a remind. He one of his services, we can say, he reminds the Lord of who he is. I think this also comes at the. It's been a while since I read that at the end of part one of Priyad Bhagavat's Amrita, when. Um, Krishna is feeling separation from Vrindavan in such intensity that the devotees arrange to create a new Vrindavan on the mainland. And they bring Krishna to this new Vrindavan, uh, which is a replica of Vrindavan. But in this replica, they have so many mortis uh, still, you know, Murtis of uh, all the residents, including Nanda and Yashoda and all the gopis and the gopas. And they bring Krishna there. He's unconscious. Then he wakes up and he sees this murti of Mother Yashoda and Nanda Maharaj. And he's, you know, he's trying to figure out where he is and what's going on. And it's not a problem to him that they are completely frozen in one place. Why are they not moving? Well, they're not moving because that was common. They were, they were stunned in ecstasy in Vrindavan. So now they're stunned. So yeah, this must be Vrindavan. So initially Krishna uh, is, is thinking like that. But it goes on to say, you know, he's still feeling kind of bewildered. And then he turns around and he looks and he sees the island in the distance of Dwaraka. And then he becomes really confused. God becomes confused. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then, if I'm not mistaken, it's Balaram who reminds him of who he is. Remember, you are the Supreme Lord and you are here on a mission. Yada, yadahi dharmasya. You've got a job to do and so on. <clears throat> yeah. Well, our time's kind of up. Dira Lalita is asking, how come... Bad Kaliya comes to the purest Lord's abode. I wondered that myself because I always understood that there are no demons in Goloka. There are only rumors of demons. I don't know who it is who says that. Maybe it's Jiva Goswami. Um, Kaliya, yeah, seems to be somewhat of a demon, but then his um, his wives are all devotees, so he's something of an in-between character, we may want to say. In any case, of course, it's all for the expansion of Krishna's pastimes. Krishna is uh, ever-expanding his pastimes in ever-fresh ways. Yeah, I think it says, Gopi says, uh, 
this was place of Garuda and Garuda was then enabled to come back after fighting with Krishna fought with Kali and sent him away. Krishna, 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 hey. So let us remember Krishna this next week. This is uh, what, third week of Purushottama Mas? Second week? Okay. Third week, we have an argument. <laughs> okay, I was thinking it's third week, yes. Uh, so all the best to all of you for this third week of 16th day to be precise. Excuse me. And um, we will try to meet you next week. I... Don't expect a problem, but I'm just saying uh, there may be some uh, some shift of situation. So we will see in the course of the week. Thank you all, and thanks to our translators and to our um, our show and tell participants. I, I would like to encourage others of you who have not yet uh, shared something to, to do so. Um, I know for some of you, the hesitation may be language, to speak English may be a problem, uh, but yeah, maybe some translation can be worked out in that case. And otherwise, um, we like to hear from you. Yeah. So I will say, Srila Prabhupada ki jai, Anantakoti Vaishnavarinda ki jai, all the different places you are ki jai, <laughs> and um, keep well, keep safe. And uh, keep chanting Hare Krishna and being happy. Gora Premanande Hare Hare Bo Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj. Thank you so much.